Welcome to Dog Save the People, a show about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I am your host. Kristen Ann Jones is an artist and author who writes stories and poems, illustrates her own books, and paints animals, including dogs. While Kristen has always had a love for dogs, it was after going through a rough personal and professional period that led her to find solace with her soulmate dog, Archer. He helped her get out of her head, stay focused, and also help others. Together, they have spent hours working as a therapy dog team in the Pacific Northwest. In her new self-published book, Everything I Know About Life, I Learned From My Dog, Kristen shares life lessons she's learned from Archer. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us on Dog Save the People. I'm so thrilled to have you here with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Did you have dogs growing up? I did. We did a lot of moving. And I always remember what dog we had in whatever location we were living in. And we always had a golden retriever. You know, they followed us everywhere, but always in the background. I mean, as a kid, you're busy, you're with your friends, you're doing sports, school. But I just remember always having a dog. So we had black labs growing up. They were always in the background and certainly they were part of my life. But many of my guests will have had these very profound relationships As children, I didn't really have that. It wasn't until I became an adult that I started to really make those connections. Was there a certain childhood dog that you were really close to? Not really. I think just enjoying their company. And of course, when it came time for them to pass, being incredibly sad and just missing them and looking for them everywhere. Mm -hmm. They were in your heart all the time. And, you know, soon after that, my mom would always, you know, bring home another golden retriever puppy. Sometimes when I go to bed and I try to do this most nights, but I I've had so many dogs in my life, whether they were my childhood dogs, the dogs that I've had personally, or that I've known. And I always try to remember all their names and say goodnight to all of them. That's really sweet. It's me basically laying in my bed trying to remember all these names, but it, it helps me to conjure the love and the unique, authentic gifts that they all brought in their own ways. Yes, exactly. My daughter, Sarah, the light of my life, when she was two, we had a yellow lab, Milo, Mm -hmm. who followed Sarah around everywhere. And we had Penny, who was a black lab, but they were still in the background where, you know, I was busy with my work and we just came home to their love and it was a nice family atmosphere. So, Kristen, you have had a career in law enforcement, and then now you are an artist. So tell me about that trajectory. (laughs) Quite a switch, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, started in Portland, Oregon. I was a police officer uh, working on the street for 10 years and then got transferred to the DA's office to work as an investigator and did a lot of child abuse cases, domestic Mm -hmm. violence cases, sex assaults murder, a lot of different cases. I started getting vertigo where it was hard for me to read because my eyes got tired. They called it cervical vertigo. So I have to sit up straight or, you know, everything goes amok. In 2016, 2017, Portland police was really short staffed and the non-uniform position I had at the DA's office was being taken away and I had to go back to the street. And with my vertigo, I wasn't able to perform the duties in uniform that I had to, so I had to retire early. 
which meant that I would be on disability and then I'd get my retirement, but not for two years. So it was really stressful time. You know, I didn't want to leave. I loved my job. I loved what I was doing. And I was really worried about, you know, money and what I was going to do. And then, you know, with Sarah, we started drawing and making up stories. And that's when I started writing poems. And it was a way for me to sit and actually get out my frustrations by writing a lot of poetry. It seemed like, you know, I had an emotion and I got it out on paper and I was good to move on. Fantastic. How did Archer come into your life? Sarah was probably a sophomore, junior in high school, and she says, Mom, she's brilliant. She's like, Mom, I forgot puppy time. I forgot what it was like to have a puppy. Can we get a dog? You know, twist my arm. Okay. <laughs> so I actually, at the same time, I heard about therapy dog teams. Yeah. And I thought that that was a great thing. And since she was going to college, I needed my own hobby. So we found a breeder. And we went and um, sat with 19 golden retriever puppies, two wow. litters. Archer would sit quietly and calmly watch and be patient. And then, you know, Sarah would focus on Archer's like, oh, who are you? You know, and that happened a few times where uh, we get home and it's like, well, Archer's the one. He pretty much picked us. Yeah. And so we brought him home. Then when she went off to college, we moved to Vancouver, Washington area. And that's when we started formal training. We got certified with Pet Partners, which is a national organization. But you volunteer locally at schools and libraries. And we did Read to Dog program at the local schools. We went to a senior care facility in Portland and visited the elderly there. Worked at a rehab for military and we joined HOPE Crisis Response, which is a therapy dog program for critical incidents, man-made and natural disasters, and comfort civilians who have been, you know, traumatized by these things. The fascinating thing was how the dogs responded to people who needed comfort. Like, we'd walk into a room and Archer would go right to a person and have his head down and let them pet him. Or he would lay down and people would come to him and pet him. And it was amazing, the dog's internal love for people. It's incredible and so intuitive. I mean, beyond. Yeah, beyond. exactly. And now, was this part of the impetus for you to start writing children's books? So in that time that we were doing all that training stuff, I wrote, and illustrated a couple of children's books. I started out with Archer Is and Archer's Hats and started them out as coloring books so that when we went and volunteered, I could hand them out to the kids. And then those kind of develop into books that I've had self-published. I do want to talk about the book and all of the amazing tidbits of information and, and levity in the book. But I understand as well that you, as we all do, but you had some hard times and one of it was losing your mom. And how was Archer during this period? Lost my mom to dementia and, and heart problems. And, you know, she was 2,700 miles away. But being the only girl out of four, we really were pretty close. I mean, she was a really good friend in yeah. our adult years. Within the same amount of time, my daughter developed uh, pretty serious health issues. So I stayed home a lot. I always joked and said that I was a shut-in, but it was really because I, 
I didn't want to deal with the world. I was sad about my mom. I was worried about my future. And I was scared for my daughter. Sorry. <laughs> no, please. So Archer became my rock. He kept me focused on helping other people. We'd still continued to do the therapy dog team, went for walks everywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You know, I was able to take him to Mount Hood and take photos of him up there running through the snow and rolling in the snow. And we'd go to the Tulip Festival and take him to the coast. He got me out. Oh, isn't that amazing? I mean, what incredible memories. Let's start talking about your amazing book, Everything I Know About Life, I Learned From My Dog. So tell me a little bit about how this came about and sort of what we could expect inside the book. Kind of blossomed from the children's book, Archer's Little Thoughts. Mm -hmm. It stems from all of our time together as a therapy dog team. And, you know, I worked a little bit at a doggy daycare. Uh, you know, I had to work somewhere and where my dog could come. So that was yeah. perfect. And, you know, just watching all these different types of dogs come together and work out their differences and the way they communicate and, you know, finding that family is important and taking care of yourself and, you know, training and empathy, doing stuff for other people and, you know, learning about unconditional love and then being playful and, and enjoying life. In 2019, found out that Archer got two mast cell tumors and really big surgeries, and then COVID came. So we needed to find a different way to help people. And I think all my life experiences, all the knowledge that Archer and I have experienced kind of developed into this simple book about sweet things that Archer has taught me. You know, when you just want to try something, just dive in. If something's bothering you, just shake it off. Out of all these dogs that I've had growing up, I think Archer is the, the one dog that has touched my heart and we can go do these things. He gets me out and I can just be myself with him. Oh, I love it. And I know some of the quotes in the book will resonate to all of our listeners. Be confident in your own fur. I love that because, again, I think all of us have a long way to go with just being comfortable in our own skins, even as adults. Yes. Yeah. I, I see so, too many kids and young adults having issues with their self-awareness. It's okay to be who you are. Yes. And it's interesting because, so my dogs have bumps and lumps and, you know, they're getting older and they're just perfect and so beautiful as they are. And when I look out into nature, it's the same thing. The trees just get more and more beautiful. And yet humans are so self-conscious and, and we judge ourselves so intensely. And so to be able to have these reminders, especially again, about being confident in your own fur and again, to celebrate yourself as you are. And, and I love this one as well. No matter what we say, a dog will always listen. Yes. They're always there for you. I mean, yeah. you know, that unconditional love, the support. I trust Archer more than I trust anyone else. I mean, I trust my daughter. Yeah. But he's always there for me. Yeah. And he, he loves me just the way I am. Yes. It is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So, Kristen, where can we find you online and on social media? I know that you have a, you have a wonderful website. Oh, thanks. Oh, I love it. And where can we find the book? 
the book is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It's a ebook, and also you can buy it. My website is archerunleashed.com, or you can find me on kristenannjones.com. Archer has his own Instagram. It is archerjk9, and he has a Facebook page, Archer Jones. Kristen, what a pleasure to speak with you. Enjoy time with your family and with Archer. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I so enjoyed speaking with Kristen and learning about her book, Everything I Know About Life, I Learned From My Dog, because I feel the same way. And especially during the pandemic, my dogs helped me so much by getting me outside. And while Kristen was taking her time with her dog, Archer, outside in nature, and I was in the city, I think that we both grew so much and understood this idea that the dogs helped us get out of our own heads and in many ways helped us get out of our own way. Dogs have such a true healing nature and really helped me and probably helped Kristen as well to become better people. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is made by As It Should Be, a production company and content studio. It is made with the support of Scott Benaglio, executive producer, and Jack Summer, our producer and editor. And special thanks to Daniel Lampert, our neighbor and composer, for creating the music for the show. You can follow Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow our show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. To sign up for our monthly email newsletter, you can go to dogsavethepeople.com. On the website, you'll also be able to find merch in our new online gift shop. This includes shirts from the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, where profits go to supporting independent rescues and shelters. If you have any questions or submissions, please drop a note to the email address bark at dogsavethepeople.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog outside and make it a great day for both of you.